Well, good morning. I'm Bishop Robert. Come on in and have a seat in my study. Let's you and I spend a few minutes together and consider a verse of Scripture. My hope is that it speaks to your heart, your mind, and your soul. And I hope you'll be back often. Welcome. Yesterday, they tested the hurricane tornado alert systems, at least here in Florida. Sort of. That is, they announced the test as part of Florida's Severe Weather Awareness Week, but they didn't actually test what's probably the most significant part of the system. Yesterday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, the National Weather Service sent out a practice tornado warning broadcast throughout Florida, except that it only went out over NOAA weather radio. Now, you may not be familiar with NOAA, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration that's in the United States. According to their website, they're building a weather-ready nation by providing better information for better decisions to save lives. Now, I may be going out on a limb here, but one might be forgiven for thinking that broadcasting life-saving warnings that require a special radio receiver because regular radios are incapable of picking up the signal may not be the wisest approach. I was aware of yesterday's statewide practice tornado warning broadcast, and I still didn't get any notices. And that's because, even though they're tied into a public warning system that includes every radio and television broadcaster, cable system, satellite radio, television provider, and cellular service provider in Florida, they didn't test that. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) 20 million residents of Florida, most of whom had a mobile phone with them, received No practice warning yesterday, unless they also happen to be sitting next to a special weather radio. Well, today's verse proclaims a truth about God that we all need to be reminded of, and not just once a year. He is my shield, the power that saves me, and my place of safety. Oakham's Razor is a scientific rule that says things should not be multiplied beyond necessity. Or, in other words, the simplest solutions are often the best ones. Applying that rule to the issuance of life-saving warnings requiring immediate action by everyone in a specific and very limited geographic area, you'd think actually letting everyone know would be the goal. Or at least the largest possible segment of the local population. And since you already have a tool that does that in an instant, using that tool makes the most sense. Oh, to be able to apply an emergency alert system to life. Can you imagine if the Bible app on your phone had a system that could pop up warnings about life-impacting events? Alert! This is a motor vehicle accident warning. An accident is imminent and will likely occur in the next four hours. Double check your seatbelt. Confirm your auto insurance is up to date. 
and exercise caution and maintain your alertness. Well, that'd be helpful. But thankfully, we have a shield of protection. The Lord is our fortress. His power extends well beyond this earthly realm that we can see and into eternal dimensions we only view dimly from here. He's my shield, the power that saves me, and my place of safety. It's far too easy to look at events only in light of our life on earth. If we confine ourselves only to what we can see here and now, the gems of truth hidden within today's verse will escape our notice. Christ is our solid rock, even when the storms of life rage around us. There's a well-known hymn entitled, The Solid Rock, that sings these truths we hold on to in the tornadoes of life. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. We can trust him when darkness veils his lovely face. When we cannot see him because of our darkness, he is still the light. When all around my soul gives way, he's still my shield and the power that saves me. He's the anchor that holds me firmly to my faith. Christ, my Lord, who has passed beyond the veil of this life and whom I will see in the next. He is my anchor. And as the hymn says so well, my anchor holds within the veil. He is my shield, the power that saves me, and my place of safety. When I must deal with five assassinations in under 60 minutes as I did yesterday, the anchor holds. When horrible, heart-rending evil rears its destructive head, the anchor holds. When fears and doubts swirl around you and you don't understand, the anchor holds. We live in a battle zone. Despicable and utterly evil forces are intent on our destruction. Their only focus is to steal, kill, and destroy. We who know Christ are called to be the church militant here on earth and to proclaim his truth, exemplify his power, display his glory, and be the bright lights shining in the deepest darkness. To do this, we need to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit, since he's the one who works signs, wonders, and miracles. Oh, we need to see the miracles of God in our nations and cry out to him for breakthrough. Last week, among the pleas for rescue I received, reports of victory. In Brazil, our bishop reported the miraculous healing of someone who'd been blind. When Christ healed their eyes, he also touched their heart. And like the blind man outside Jericho, the person dropped to their knees and worshipped Jesus. Jesus. His power. His grace. 
These are the keys to our victory. Now, our victories will not always look like victories at the time. Good Friday wasn't good until Resurrection Sunday. The enemy thought he had won his greatest victory. He thought he'd killed the Messiah and finished the battle. <laughs> Little did he know he had just sealed his defeat. Not only was the battle ongoing, but he had fallen into the very trap the Father had preordained. The Bible says none of the evil rulers in the spirit realm understood the wisdom of God's approach to salvation. If they had, they would never have crucified the Lord of glory. But what appeared to be Christ's greatest, indeed his ultimate, defeat was actually his greatest victory. Even when the victory could only be seen through eyes of faith standing on the word of God, Jesus had told his disciples, we're going up to Jerusalem and the Son of Man will be delivered over to the chief priests and the teachers of the law. They will condemn him to death and will hand him over to the Gentiles who will mock him, spit on him, flog him, and kill him. Three days later, he will rise. I mean, really? How much clearer could Jesus have been? But as they got so caught up in what they could see, they forgot to stand on what they had heard. The real answer to the situation was hidden in the word of God. I mean, someone should have said, Hallelujah! He's dead! Just as he said, I can't wait until Sunday! Yes, yeah, someone should have we have no record that anyone did. I don't know about you, but I want to hold on to what I've been told in God's word. I cry out for the grace to ignore my eyes and trust my ears. He's true to his word. He watches over his word to perform it always. I choose to take Jesus at his word. In a manner of speaking, Sunday's coming. I know who, so I can trust him with what, when, where, why, and how. On Friday night, the anchor holds. Sunday's coming. On the darkest Saturday morning you can imagine, the anchor holds. Sunday's coming. On a Saturday afternoon with storm clouds forming on the horizon and tornado warnings blaring across the NOAA radio, the anchor holds. Sunday is coming. And on a lonely Saturday night when the hurricane rages and counting the dead is an impossible task, the anchor holds. Sunday is coming. We win. Victory is ours, just as surely as it was in the hands of his disciples. I can't see it yet, but I will.
The blaring warnings are not tests of the warning system. This is not a drill. The storms and the danger are real, and they are here now. But so is Jesus. And he wins. He's my shield. The power that saves me. And my place of safety. Hey, thanks for joining me today on Mornings with Bishop Robert. I hope you're enjoying spending a few minutes together as we share conversations that illustrate insights and truth from God's Word. Would you consider sharing these conversations with your family and friends? They'll be glad you did. On our website, ceec.church, today's devotional is available to be read in 17 languages. Just click Choose your language down at the bottom and have at it. And if you've got a prayer need, just send me an email. You can reach me at robert at bishoprobert.com. Now, until we get together again, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he turn his countenance towards you and give you his peace. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come upon you and remain with you. Amen. Amen.